You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Prepare for the jump to light speed. You're about to hit episode 47 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey everyone, welcome to the Forge of Souls once again. We have a very exciting episode for you this week. The other day I sat down with my son Bishop and we decided to talk about pop culture. I share with him some of my memories of Star Trek growing up. I ask him some questions about what he knows about the series. Uh, We talk a little bit about other pop culture items, what he's into, that kind of thing. Really fun conversation. He doesn't uh, appear on the podcast very often. He's not always brave enough to do so, but this time he was looking forward to it. And uh, he starts off a little bit slow with the communication and the conversation, but he gets into it uh, after a little bit of encouragement. Really fun episode. I enjoyed having it, and I hope you will too. So I'm not going to ramble on a bunch. I'm just going to play you the conversation, and I'll come back at the end to wrap up the episode. Here goes. Incoming transmission. Okay, so I thought what we would do, because this is going to be episode 47 of the Soul Forge podcast. Mm. 47, did you know what number that is? Three before 50? Well, it is three before 50. It's also the Star Trek number. Did did you know that? No. Well, in almost all of the episodes, uh, ever since Star Trek The Next Generation, when writer-producer Joe Minoski came on board the series, he tried to slip in as many 47 references as he possibly could. So was 47 like the show? No, like um, if somebody is on board ship and uh, the, the shields get hit, Captain, shields are down to 47%. Mm. It's like things like that. Or they'll go to Starbase 47. 47. 47. 47. 47. 47. 47. 47. 47. 47. 47. 47. 47. 47. 47. No! How many people are on board that ship? 47. Or what, uh, where's your cabin located? Deck 4, Section 7. So they always try to get 47s in there. And sometimes it's 74, sometimes it's 4.7. There's a, uh, a Klingon ship called the D7. D is the fourth letter in the alphabet. 47. All the way down to using language to numbers. Exactly. Now, how much Star Trek have you watched? Mm. Not much. Not much. Do you have an early memory of Star Trek? 
Mm. Well, no, not really. But it's always been around because I've always liked it? Yeah. So you have memories of me watching it when you were a little kid? A little, yeah. When you were a child? Yeah? All right. Uh, well, I remember Star Trek as far back uh, when I was living in Sault Ste. Marie. And I might have been four years old. And Star Trek would come on TV, I think it was Saturday mornings. I'm not sure because I was four years old. I don't really remember. But it would come on in the afternoons on Channel 50 from Detroit on the Fox station. thought it would be Channel 47. You would think it would be Channel 47. I think it was actually Channel 4. But the station was Fox 50, based out of Detroit. Journey back in time to when it all started. Don't miss the original episode of Star Trek. Tonight at 7, everybody knows it's on Fox 50. And that's where we got our Star Trek from. My earliest memories are just, I think it was Saturday afternoons. It could have been every afternoon, because what do I know, right? That was... Well, let's see, I'm almost 42, so that's like 37, 38, 39 years ago. Mm. My memories from that time, not so great. Probably not. What about your memories from when you were like four years old? Do you have any memories you can think of? Uh, like, what were you watching at four years old? Probably Spongebob. Probably Spongebob. I know uh, you watched a lot of Backyardigans. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. It's a lot of that. Hot dog, hot dog. Hot dog and dog. That's exactly right. So, uh, because this is episode 47, I thought I would share with you my Star Trek memories. Hmm. I was hoping you would have some Star Trek memories as well. Well, can't say I do. No, because I've tried to get you to watch it. Mm -hmm. You don't really care, do you? Not much. Why is that? Well, I, really, I don't really have that much attraction to fantasy. I prefer, like, I don't really know how to explain it. Well, what do you like? And you know, Star Trek isn't fantasy. It's science fiction. Mm-hmm. Well, so there's a yeah, difference. they're pretty close. Well, they're lumped in the same category, but they're not, yeah. they're not the same because science fiction is like Star Trek, Star Wars, Babylon 5. Fantasy is like Lord of the Rings. So they're not the same. But it does kind of have a little bit of fantasy mixed in. Well, there's a fantastic element to it, I guess you could say. Right. Okay. All right. So I've been watching Star Trek for as long as I can remember. Uh, some of my earliest memories are, well, like I told you, four or five years old, watching Star Trek in my grandparents' house on Fox 50. Fox 50. Yes. So that was that. Um, yeah, so I watched it a lot. remember watching the movies when they came out on TV. Uh, the first movie of Star Trek that I saw in the theater was Star Trek First Contact. That was the eighth movie. Eighth movie? The eighth movie. Now there are 13 altogether. So I've seen less than half of them in the theater. Huh. Yes. How old are you? Twelve. Right. And did you know when I was twelve... I was watching season two of Star Trek The Next Generation because it was live on the air at the time hmm. because it came out the month I turned 11, back in wow. 1987. Yes. Can you name all of the various Star Trek series? Hmm. I remember there was Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, mm -hmm. but I can't really remember much else from that. That is more than I expected you to know. Hmm. Okay, so... 
Do you know the name of the main starship that they travel around in? Uh, wasn't SS or USS Enterprise? NCC-17 Ah, very good. Yes, yes. Okay, so we had the original Star Trek, which was from 1966 to 1969. Do you know who the captain on that was? I want to say Captain Kirk. You are correct, sir. Oh, well. Do you know who his first officer was? No. The guy with the pointy ears. can't really remember anyone with pointy ears. The Vulcan? Wears a blue uniform? He says, live long and prosper? Oh, that one with the, like you had that, I think it was a poster? Yeah. With like the beer, is Drew Beers? Yes, the uh, the Heineken poster where uh, drinking Heineken is highly logical and it perks you up. Highly that logical. Guy, that guy. Do you remember his name? Nope. Oh, that was Spock. Spock. All right. So that was Kirk and Spock and McCoy on the original series, 1966 to 69. Then, I believe it was 1973 or 74, and they came up with the Star Trek cartoon. Hmm. And that lasted 22 episodes. 22 episodes of Star Trek cartoons. And it wasn't very good. Hmm. Uh, and then the movie started coming out in 1979 because of the success of Star Wars in 1977. Hmm. They, they were going to do another series, but they said, hey, let's get some of that movie money and make some movies and so they did. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, in 1987, Star Trek The Next Generation came out. And it lasted until 1994. Mm-hmm. Do you know who the captain of that Enterprise was? No, I don't think so. He's bald. Okay, I think I know what he looks like, but I didn't he have like a red uniform? A red uniform? White fringe of hair on his head? And he always said, make it so. I don't think I remember that. Captain Picard. Do you know who his first officer was? Was it also Spock? No. It was Commander Riker. You might know who the robot on the ship was. Who was the, what was the name of the android? I can't remember their main android. Mr. Data. You don't remember that? Nope. Clearly we have not watched enough TV Clearly. together. All right. I remember in one of the other ones, I think we watched it, um, the doctor was like a hologram. Ah, like some sort. yes, very good. And you had to carry around that like giant backpack thing. It was kind of like a backpack. It was like it was kind of like an area he could go in, mm-hmm. and that's where he would be. But outside the area, he, I guess, didn't exist. Uh, that's close. That's Star Trek Voyager, and that's the holographic doctor, or the EMH, emergency medical hologram. And you are correct. He could only exist either in the holodeck or in the medical bay. Because that's where the mobile or the uh, holographic emitters were. Yeah. And then I think in season two he got the mobile emitter, which was just like a little thing, maybe an inch wide by an inch high, and it would f- flap on his arm there, and it would allow him to go all over the ship. No, so, no, no pack sack though. I thought that was. No. Hello. Hello. Hey, who's interrupting my intro? Is this a joke? This is no joke, kid. This is the Earth Station DCU Podcast. No closing anybody. Sickening. We're not that kind of podcast, kid. We talk DC news, comics, movies, and television. You gotta do better than that. We review Supergirl, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and Arrow every week. That a fact. 
How much do I owe you? You don't owe us anything. The podcast is free. Oh, it's just I just heard this story in the cab, and it is all I can think about. We are part of the ESO Network. This is amazing. Why, thank you. And join us every week for another edition of the Earth Station DCU. Now, can we get back to the show, please? But that was Star Trek Voyager, where they were stuck in the Delta Quadrant on the Starship Voyager, not the Starship Enterprise. Right. And do you know who the captain of that was? Mm. Not Spock. I wasn't going to say Spock. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. The first female captain to helm a series. Clearly, we have not watched enough Star Trek. Clearly. It was Captain Catherine Janeway. Catherine Janeway. Right. And that series lasted from 1995 to 2001. Mm. But between Star Trek The Next Generation and Voyager, there was another series took place on a space station. Do you know the name of that space station? I'm going to say Deep Space Nine. Very good. Very good. And do you know the years that that series ran from? No. I wouldn't expect you to. (laughs) It ran from 1993 to 1999. Mm. Now, Star Trek, the original series in the 60s, had three seasons. The cartoon had a season and a half. Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager all had seven seasons. Wow, that's a lot of Star Trek. That's a lot of Star Trek. And that's only to like 2001. Yes. And do you know what was significant about Star Trek Deep Space Nine? I want to say that it's the first one where they were on a different ship. Uh, Well, yes, they were on the space station, but the most significant aspect of Star Trek's Deep Space Nine is that it had an African-American in the lead role, a black man helming the series, Hmm. which was a big deal back then. Yeah, And then Voyager came out, and it was the first one to have a, a female in the lead, so that was a big deal as well. It doesn't seem like much now, but back then it was quite groundbreaking. Uh, after Voyager went off the air, guess what series came on next? I don't think it was Next Generation. No, because that was already on. Mm. I'll give you a hint. It took place before the original series. And the captain was Jonathan Archer, and they were also on the Enterprise. But this was before the Federation was formed. Hmm. Star Trek Enterprise! Enterprise. Yes. And it only lasted four seasons. Mm. And... People didn't like it. Maybe they had uh, Star Trek fatigue. Maybe. This was another reference. A seven, three sevens and a four. Oh, there you go. Could be. It could be. Could be. Oh, very good. See, you're clever. You're catching on. Yes. Why aren't you watching more Star Trek? I don't know. All right. So when Enterprise first came out for the first two seasons, it was called Enterprise. And then because the ratings were bad, they put Star Trek in front of it and then called it Star Trek Enterprise. And it was the only series to have a theme song. And nobody likes the theme song. The theme song, it's horrible. Was it the da da da? No. Okay. It was the uh, Faith of the Heart song, which I will insert into this recording somewhere throughout. Okay. Uh, so then, that lasted from 2001 to 2005. And there was no Star Trek on the air until 2017. That's 12 years. What This wow. past year, Star Trek Discovery came out. Mm-hmm. And the big deal about that 
it took place 10 years before the Captain Kirk series. 10 years. Mm-hmm. And it had a black female as the lead role, and the captain was not the main focus of attention in the series. Mm. Yes, and it's got fans divided quite a bit because some people love it and some people can't stand it and don't think it's Star Trek because it's uh, focusing on the Klingon war and it's very dark. And you shouldn't watch it with your kids necessarily. So Maybe they just decide to try something different exactly. because they've been gone for so long. True enough. Yes. I love it. Josh, my co-host on the Rusted Robot podcast, you know Josh? I think so. I think so too. Anyway, he doesn't like it and he stopped watching after five episodes. Mm. Mm-hmm. But, so that's that's my love of Star Trek, and I've got all kinds of collectibles, action figures, Hallmark ornaments, mm-hmm. miniature starships. Didn't you say you wanted that one Hallmark ornament because it's either on sale or it was going away? Uh, or something like that? Probably. Like you said, I think it was that one of, the, one of the captains in the chair and someone next to him? Oh, uh, yes, this past year, uh, it was Captain Picard and Mr. Data. That was last year's homework ornament, which I did not get. But I have almost every single one. Except for that one. Well, I'm missing maybe five or six. Ah. So, and some special edition ones that you can only get at Comic-Con. Well. Because I don't go to San Diego Comic-Con, because that's far away. And expensive. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, when I was growing up, you may not be aware of this, but geeks did not rule the world back then. So people who liked... Star Trek and all that stuff were considered weirdos. Do you see your dad here sitting before you as a weirdo? Probably not. Probably. I was kind of weird. When I was your age, maybe a little bit younger, maybe it was grade six, people used to call me Spock. And I would like to think it's because they recognized my logical nature and my intense uh, intelligence, but it was probably because I had big friggin' ears. So... People were not nice, um, so I kept my Star Trek fandom rel- relatively hidden, I would say. Didn't talk about it too much. In fact, I remember back in university, I was in a class, and uh, the teacher was talking about Star Trek, and he asked the class how many Star Trek fans were in that particular class. And I could have raised my hand, but nobody else did, so I didn't either. Mm-hmm. And I could have started a lively discussion about Star Trek fandom, but because... I was shy and didn't want to be made fun of because I liked Star Trek. I didn't say anything. So that right there says, don't be afraid of your fandom. Embrace the geekness. Be who you are. Love what you love. Don't let anybody tell you differently. Like, what's your favorite thing? Hmm. Do you have a favorite TV show? Hmm. Besides SpongeBob? Besides SpongeBob. Like, what are you watching? Right now. Well, not right this particular minute, but when you, when you go home and you watch TV, what do you watch? Usually when I go home and watch TV, I find... At first, I find whatever is on uh, Channel 501, YTV. Uh, YTV? I used to watch YTV. If it's something I don't like, then usually I'll change it to Netflix. If I can't really find anything good on Netflix, then I usually just turn off the, com- the, the TV... And maybe go on my computer, go on my phone. Oh, okay. So there's no particular show that you just have to watch? Not really. Hmm, okay. 
Are you still in love with Ariana Grande? Mm, no. That phase is over? Yeah. Is there any uh, famous celebrities that you have a crush on right now? Hmm. Can't say I do. No, eh? Okay. Because you're 12. Let me think back to when I was 12. Who did I have a huge crush on? Um, maybe the singer Tiffany. Because I really like the song, I Think We're Alone Now. You wouldn't know that song. It's before your time by decades. Decades. Decades, sir. Decades. Decades. But uh, when I was about 14, I was absolutely stark raving in love with Alanis Morissette. Isn't it ironic? Mm-hmm. Do you know who Alanis is? No, I don't think so. No, probably not, eh? No. Do you have any famous, uh, or do you have any singers that you're really into? Like, I know you like lights. Just lights? Lady Gaga? Whoever sung uh, Cotton Eye Joe, they are great. You like that Just, song? Yes. Okay. Great song. Do you like uh, ACDC? I don't think I've heard that. Okay. Uh, do you like uh, Aerosmith? Or the Rolling Stones? Or the Beatles? I know you like the Beatles. I do like the Beatles because they do have a few good songs that I like. Because your mom plays them a lot. Yeah. Do you like Radiohead? Because your mom loves Radiohead and Coldplay. Coldplay is good. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Radiohead. Okay. I don't think I've heard it in this. Oh, you would you would have heard it. I might have. She played it incessantly, and I'm sure she still does. Hello, I'm Daniel Peter Hitch, author of the Bubbles the Pirate children's book series and the Connected Worlds Chronicles. You're listening to the Soul Forge podcast. Keep forging your soul. Do you like Snoop Dogg? Do you like Eminem? Are you into the hip hop scene? No. Do you like country music? Is your favorite country artist Conway Twitty? Who's that? Okay. So not Conway Twitty. Probably not. How about uh, Loretta Lynn or Dolly Parton? I... Kenny Rogers? I don't think I've heard of these people. Okay, fair enough. All right. I can't think of any other people that uh, are obscure like that that you would not know. So back to Star Trek. Do you have any questions for me? Who's your, who's your favorite captain? Who was my favorite captain? Probably Captain Picard. Because I grew up watching The Next Generation. Started when I was 11 years old. And Captain Kirk's fine, but I, I grew up as The Next Generation was on. Hmm. From the time I was 11 to 18, so... Hmm. That's, that's my story. Out of... This might be a hard one to answer, but out of all of the shirts you have, uh-huh. how many of them are Star Trek ones? Ooh, how many Star Trek shirts do I have? Because I know you have a lot of shows, like, shirts with shows like, well, as you have right now, Wolverine. Mm-hmm. You had a few Thundercat ones, lots of superhero ones. Yeah, lots of, some Star Wars ones. I probably have seven or eight Star Trek shirts hmm. that I can think of offhand. You I, gave I, me some of them, too. What's that? You gave me some of them, too. I did give you some At of my shirts. At least two. At least two. I remember uh, why... Kirk is better than Picard shirt. Yep. Yes, I gave you that one because I've it, worn that a few times to school. Did you get a lot of comments on it? Mm, the first time I did, yeah. Yeah. What did people say? Mm, most people just laughed. Yeah, they thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody made fun of. Oh, you like Star Trek? You're a geek. No. No, that's good. See, if I was your age and I would have wore that shirt, probably would have got beat up. Probably. But times have changed. Times have changed. You, sir, live in a more enlightened area. Uh, era of time which is good because you can like what you like like right now as we're speaking uh, 
Avengers Infinity War just came out last weekend, and it broke all the box office records. It's the culmination of 10 years of superhero movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Do you like the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Like Iron Man and Spider-Man and all those movies? Yeah. Captain America? I really liked Spider-Man Homecoming. You did, eh? That was pretty fun. Is that your favorite? Mm. Or did you like the Guardians of the Galaxy? The Guardians of the Galaxy 2, that one. Is that your favorite one? Or do you not have Probably. a favorite one? Probably. It's a tie between Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and the Spider-Man Homecoming. But I'm nothing without this suit. Hmm, okay. And um, did you watch the original Iron Man? Have we watched that together? I think we might have. The one where he builds a suit in the cave? That's how Dad did it. That's how America does it. And it's worked out pretty well so far. Actually, we might not have. Oh, really? Well. We should do that after this. You know what that means. Hmm. You, sir, have a lot of sci-fi fantasy education to catch up on. Yes, I do. We've got to watch some Marvel Cinematic Universe films. We've got to sit down and watch more than 700 episodes of Star Trek. <laughs> you think that's funny? I'm pretty sure you're being serious, but it's still funny. Well, it is funny. And your, your education in the realm of sci-fi and fantasy is incomplete. I'm not doing my job as a father because you don't know all this stuff. And it's very important. And it might not be important, but I like it. And I want you to like it too. I've got so many collectibles. And if I don't sell them, when I die, they're all yours. Congratulations. Congratulations. You get tote upon tote of Hallmark ornaments and action figures. How does that make you feel? Pretty good. Yeah? More stuff for my collectible person needs. Because you like to collect stuff too, right? Yep. Yes. A bunch of random things like rocks and sticks. Rocks and sticks. Yep. Every time I'll find a fancy rock, I might bring it home. Wow. How many rocks do you have? Hmm. Quite a few. Yeah? Yeah. You know, my grandfather used to tell me when I was your age and younger, one day, you'll eat rocks. That basically meant, quit complaining about what we made you for supper. If you're that hungry, you'll eat it. <laughs> I was a kid, I was like, I'm not going to eat rocks. That's ridiculous. It wasn't until years later when I could I finally discovered understand what it, it actually meant. That's right, that's right. Okay, so that's been Star Trek Talk on episode 47. 47. 47. 47. 47. 47. 47. Do you have any other questions, comments, or concerns? Hmm. Can't say I do. All right, I have one question for you, son. Mm -hmm. Will you join me together as father and son and we, will, we can rule the galaxy? Let's get our spaceships! And uh, first we have to go build some underground bunkers. I know that's your favorite. That's your favorite. Yeah, you hate it. We can have an underground bunker in the spaceship. How about that? I don't think that works, because spaceships aren't in the ground. Mm. Mm, well, unless they crash land really hard. Yeah, we'll have to think about that. Yeah. All right. Make, it, make the rocket not crash land proof, but have the underground bunker be. Well, I think we can do that. All right. Anything else you want to tell the listening audience? Mm. Hey, this is Dr. Trek, Larry Nemechek, and you're listening to Soul Forge with Sean Vanderloo. Say, keep listening to my dad's podcast. Do that. All right. Thanks, buddy. No problem. Transfer of data is complete. All right. So that was a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I did get some exciting news this week, actually. Maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday. 
I got an email from Podbean telling me that the Soul Forge podcast has been accepted and is now on Spotify. So if you listen to podcasts or music on Spotify, we're there. Just look up Soul Forge podcast. There's also a link on the Facebook page. I tweeted it, and I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this or not, but the website for the podcast, soulforgepodcast.com, is the hub for all the media. So go to the website, look on the right-hand side, and there's all kinds of links. There's a link for our YouTube channel, uh, for the Facebook page, for the Twitter. Now there's one for Spotify. So all kinds of stuff. Uh, You can even click on the link to leave a review in the iTunes store for the podcast. That would be definitely appreciated. All the help I can get here is great. Other than that, there's not much more to tell you guys. Um, next week is going to be a fun episode. I interviewed an aspiring hip-hop artist. So I learned a few things about hip-hop. The twist, of course, is that this guy is from Australia. So it's exciting. You're going to love his accent. And that'll come up next week. But until then, don't forget to go to soulforgepodcast.com, tell all your friends about us, and remember, it's a slow process, but quitting won't speed it up. This has been another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Contact the show by emailing soulforgepodcast at gmail.com or by tweeting soulforgepod on Twitter. Visit us at soulforgepodcast.com and remember the best way to show your support is by leaving a five-star review in the iTunes store. And if you would, please check us out and like us on Facebook. The Soul Forge Podcast was written, produced, scored, edited, engineered, and directed by Sean Vanderloo. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Darth Vaderloo. For more great content, you can listen to my other podcast, The Rusted Robot. Thanks for stopping by The Forge. We'll keep the fires lit until your next visit. I could do this all day. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the TeePublic store which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.